All right. I'm Michaela Bennett, and I'm here with Kenny Logan Jr. from Kansas, like you just said. First off, thank you so much for sitting down with me. I want to get a little bit of background on you. When did you start playing football? How did you get into it? Uh, I started playing at the age of five. Uh, my brother was probably my biggest inspiration. Uh, played at Florida, so I really learned the game from him. Uh, first time going out, I was running the wrong way. Uh, coaches had to push me because when you little leagues, that's what they can do. They stand on the field with you. But uh, ever since then, I fell in love with the game, and it's just been a, who I am. So high school, you're getting ready to go to college. You had a lot of different offers. Why Kansas? I mean, like I said, uh, my brother was a, a Gator, so I wanted uh, the Florida offer probably more than anything. Uh, a few other schools, coaches changed that happened, different staff, so that kind of played out the way it did. Kansas offered me like late December. Um, that Houston staff wanted me to come up for a visit, but they didn't never offer me. So, I mean, it, it was Les Miles, Coach Chevis Jackson. It was, I was like, okay, green light, let's go to Kansas. I mean, I was always a guy growing up to be, do something different. I'm never going to do what other people expect me to do. I'm always going to be out going to be who I am. So uh, they offered me to go down, catch a basketball game, and fell in love with the atmosphere. And then yeah, everything you, she wrote from there. You fell in love with the basketball. And, you know, at the time, Kansas football was kind of on the back seat yeah, of basketball. Yeah, yeah. You went there 2019, 3-9. Then, you know, Kansas hires Lance Leipold. Why did you decide to stay? I know a lot of guys were like, I'm going to go to the transfer portal. You said, I'm staying right here at Kansas. What was that decision like? I mean, it was definitely tough, but not really. Because also, because I, I believed in what I signed up for. I believed in the vision uh, that Coach Lifo pres presented to me when it was time. Uh, and I believed in my teammates. I, I, made, I made sure when I signed up or signed my name across that line, it was I wasn't signing to a coach. I signed to a university. So I wasn't going to leave until I had the chance to turn around that program. And I I, I I got to see that. Yeah, you did get to see that. Um, you know, at 21, you go 2-10. and 10. Um, <clears throat> 22, 6-7, and seven, bowl eligible for the first time since, I think, 2008. Yeah. What was that like playing in that first bowl season for Kansas football? Oh, it was crazy. Uh, just securing that <clears throat> securing that victory was definitely, like, nerve-wracking because, like, the people haven't seen it for a while. Uh, they rushed the field, dumped the goalposts. It was just all exciting. I mean, that season could have went way different because of, uh, different stuff that happened. Uh, we come out 6-0 and and lose a few straight, and then we got to go make sure we get our bowl game. So it definitely could have went a different lot of ways, but um, it was definitely fun just experiencing that and then we're from there. And this year you got, a, again, it's a successful season, guaranteed rate bowl. You were actually the defensive MVP of that bowl game. Yeah. What was that like, just winning that honor? Uh, me and the guys uh, all week, all through bowl prep, we uh we're going through we're talking about it like oh who gonna be the MVP I'm like man I'm telling y'all I'm gonna be the MVP I'm going out the right way I'm going out the only way I know how to and that's the ball so uh when they came and grabbed me after the after the game and they were like you the ball MVP it kind of like kind of like broke my heart but like it was also exciting because like what a way to go out like what a way to end your career I mean I was in tears really because like that place that university the people there it meant the most to me like. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like, off the field, like, I really felt at home. Like, I was in St. Augustine because of the relationships I built over time with just not only the people at the University of Kansas, but the people in Lawrence. What did it mean to you? You talked a little bit about it before. Changing that program around. But you were a big part of that. Changing the whole football program. And it's no longer just a basketball school. Yeah, no, no, no. What is that like for you now? Oh, it's pretty good. You know, you get the recognition that you always wanted uh, when you're playing at a big-time university. You get to walk around and kind of hold your head up and your chest out. Uh, I mean... Me being me, I always did that, but now you got a reason to. Like, y'all actually good. Like, when you say Kansas, y'all going to say football and basketball now. Y'all not just going to say basketball or any other sport. Y'all going to make sure y'all mention Kansas football.
What was it like playing for Coach Lightbulb? Oh, it was definitely fun. Uh, I was always the one getting up under his skin, just messing with him, getting a smile at him, because that's a relationship we build over time. Like, I trusted him, he trusted me. So if it was just me texting him, like, hey, Coach, man, you need to smile or do this or do that, I made sure I did it because I, I, I believe, like, we built that relationship where he trusted me where I can come to him with anything, and, and we just do that. So, like, I text him still to this day. Uh, finally go down there in a few weeks and just go down there messing with the guys and just happy to be back down there. So it was definitely fun playing with him. You definitely seem like the type of guy that makes everything a little bit lighter and just has fun with everything. Do you think that's something that transitions into your play a little bit more? Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's good and bad and all this, but I'll, I'm going to have fun. Like, if that's on, that's off the field, I'm going to make sure I get everything done first, but I'm going to have fun. Like, playing football is fun to me. It's not, it's not something that I'm forced to do. It's something that I want to do for the rest of my life. So being able to do that and then go have fun and complete at the highest level in front of your fans, that's what I, that's, I feed off that. Like, having the fans cheering. I come out the tunnel every time. I make sure I run in the student section and pull them up because that's just what I do. Uh, I look on Twitter uh, sometimes and they be like, man, who's going to do that now? And it kind of like break my heart, but to know that they really paid attention to that and stuff like that, that's just who I am and that's just how I carry myself. When did you know that you were better than the other kids around you growing up? When did you know, like, okay, maybe this is something I could do? Oh, uh, I would say, I mean, I, it was at a young age, uh, probably like fourth or fifth grade. I used to have like three, four touchdowns. I was bigger than everybody, so I used to have like three, four touchdowns a game at running back. And then I played like the and I used to, it used to be mad. And I'm like, this is something I can really do. Like, this is something I, I can be good at. And then every year, it just kind of went from there. And I just kept building confidence, kept believing in myself. Did you have a favorite game or play from this past season or your season, your career entirely at Kansas that you just remember so vividly? Uh, I would say my pick six uh, this year. Um, it's cover five, I'm down right to the other side. Quarterback roll out to the field. I'm nowhere, supposed to be nowhere near the ball. But me being me, I was sprinting over. Uh, come over, uh, Gerv tilts the ball. Jason tilts the ball, and then it falls in my lap. And all I'm thinking is score. Like, it's probably like 30 yards out, I'm like, score. This guy's falling probably three, four yards away from me. I'm jumping and skipping, trying to make sure nobody take tackles me because I wanted to make sure I got in the end zone. Uh, we were down at the time, too. They had just took the momentum, so it was a momentum shifter. Uh, first pick six ever in my career, so that ended the kick return. Uh, I had a kick return 2020, so that was pretty exciting, too. So you definitely got excited. I know your eyes lit up just remembering that play right there, yeah. so definitely sticks with you. Um, what was the decision to come play in the Shrine Bowl? Like, how has it been so far being here, meeting with coaches from NFL teams, scouts, et cetera? What has this experience been like for you? Uh, it's definitely nerve-wracking at first because, I mean, this is all you prepare for. This is all you want to do. Uh, this is what you want to do with the rest of your life. So you never know. It's always a lot of what-ifs, a lot of questions and asterisks that you have next to it. Uh, got to meet with a lot of teams, got to hear a lot of great things, got to hear some things I need to work on. But I definitely... I definitely enjoyed this process so far. Uh, I'm definitely going to keep enjoying it, just trying to keep getting better each day and just try to keep being who I am. You have new coaches, obviously, yeah. here and new teammates. What's that been like? Have you learned anything different just from these coaches that are here, your teammates, et cetera? I mean, <laughs> Ronaldo over there. Um, <laughs> I mean, every coach has a different coaching style. They're going to come at you. They're going to teach things how they teach it in the league. So, you got to learn to adapt. You got to learn to be uh, vulnerable. You got to learn to be different because you're going to hear something that you've never been taught before. And you're going to hear it in a different way. But uh, just be around the teammates. Like I said, I'm, I'm Kenny. So Kenny going to be Kenny. Kenny going to laugh. Kenny going to make jokes. Kenny going to do whatever he need to do. Uh, when the right time is right, he going to be who I am. So, I mean, I came here just being who I am. Uh, 
lot of guys we kind of linked in and locked in now as uh, just some who I am or uh, just who they are. So I have no complaint. You talked a little bit about your speed, but what do you think is your specialty as a player? What do you think you do really well that makes you stand out above the crowd? Uh, I would say just my football IQ and then my instincts of the game. Like, I can dissect plays and do something at a high level. Like, it was a couple times this year, teams are trying to hit us with, like, a double reverse, and I'm already sniffing out, coming from the other side, making a play. So just things like that that I, I kind of ride myself on or run into the ball and stuff like that, I mean, I feel like that sticks out the most with me. Now, NIL is a thing in college football. You've seen it, you know, pre-NIL and now post-NIL. How has that changed college football, transfer portal, everything? How has that changed college football for you and your teammates? I mean, it gives it, – it also, like, okay, yeah, the money, but it gives you a chance to, like, kind of kind of give back. Like, now, you, now you're taking part in doing things to help out the community, and I'm big on that. So now you get to do, like, the ballot center. Uh, you get to give away clothes. You get to meet kids. You get to go to, like, uh, the – like different like uh, centers that uh, help me like it's something called Team Pride, like a karate center. Uh, I kind of deal with the NIL deal with before I left it. And just things like that, it gets you out in front of it, it, different people. Or you get to network, you get to be you get to be away from football. You get to be somebody else for a little bit. So it always feel good with that. And then it gives you a chance like puts a little more money in your pocket. So if mom back home or brother or sister, like if they really in need, it gives you a chance to kind of take care of that and take care of yourself at the same time. So looking ahead to the NFL, what are you looking forward to most playing at the next level? Have you received any advice from anyone that's already at that level, you know, during this whole process? What have you learned? I mean, I always talk to my uh, my uh, my brother for since I was five years old, Demario Douglas, uh, made a name for himself. Paul made a name for himself in the NFL, but uh, he really just told me, bro, enjoy it, bro. Uh, you get to get paid to do what you love, but continue to keep that love inside you. So, I mean, I always try to holler at him anytime I can just to see and just to understand, like, his point of view, he takes me uh, the other day, like, go be you. Like, that's the biggest thing I wanted to make sure. Because, you know, coming through this and doing the whole process, you can be tits. And you can go in the shell and kind of be like, oh, whatever, whatever. But I just go out and have fun and be who I am. Pre-game warm-ups, do you have a favorite song that gets you hype? Uh, I'm the type of guy I like to listen to calm music. So I'm going to turn on, like, a Billie Eilish, Ocean Eyes. I mean, I'm big on that, uh, just being level-headed, uh, I'm turning on that. I'm turning on some different, like, raw wave. I don't like to listen to all that other music because I'm already, I play defense. I'm already aggressive. I'm already <laughs> ready to go out and hit somebody. So just listen to music like that just to go be calm and just be who I am. And last question, the Shrine Bowl game here. What are you hoping to be able to show the scouts that are here that you can do at the next level? Be versatile. Be, uh, I can play in any position. and I can be athletic. I can be uh, fluid in and out of my brakes. I can transition well. I can lead, and then I can just be that guy who, who can brighten up a room, brighten up the locker room anytime he lives in it. Well, I appreciate it. Again, Kenny Logan Jr. here from Kansas, and thank you so much for taking the time with me today. Thank you for having me. We appreciate you supporting KC Sports Network by listening to our podcast. You have helped us become the highest-ranked Chiefs podcast network in 2022 and 2023. And don't forget about our daily Substack newsletter, the best written analysis you can find on the Chiefs straight to your inbox every day kcsn.substack.com We're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with Indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work Use Indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, we are here with Kansas tight end Mason Fairchild. Mason, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. We, uh, we got an Andale kid, a Kansas kid here. What ultimately brought you to the University of Kansas? You know, obviously I, I got there when Les Miles got there and he recruited me, but stayed through with Coach Leipold and, you know, just just what every kid dreamed of, I guess, from Kansas, uh, just changing the program around from being, you know, 0-9 seasons, 0-12 seasons to actually being contenders for the Big 12. And so obviously you were a, a big piece of, of that team kind of changing and, and seeing that, that culture change. Let's talk a little bit about what kind of happened with Coach Leipold. What ultimately were the things that really drove the change in the program? You know, culture is kind of a buzzword that gets thrown around in, in college football a lot, and sometimes it's really surface level. Um, but Coach Leipold really came in, he installed this culture and, you know, consequences for actions and being rewarded for doing the right things and just just really, really brought culture to Kansas. Like I said, it, a lot of times it's a little, you know, overused, but like truly he did bring culture to Kansas. And, you know, so I guess one of the things I'd like to ask you is, you know, what do you think um, as a player has changed for you since since Coach Leipold took over? I mean, I think almost any player that's played for Coach Leipold can attest that, you know, just the development across the board, not just on the football field, in the weight room, but even in the classroom, you know, the way they the way they really encourage us to, you know, do well in the, in the classroom and the, the tutoring sessions and all those things. But, you know, just how everyone has well-rounded themselves as an individual. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, you, you're here at the East-West Shrine Bowl this week. 
Uh, where were you when you got the call that you're going to be heading over here? Um, so I'm training uh, at a place called APEC in Fort Worth. Um, and so my agent was kind of in talks with, with uh, Mr. Galco. And so kind of was wondering kind of on the fence if I was going to go. And so after I got done with the training session one day, uh, I called him and he said that uh, it was looking like I was going to get in. So I was really thrilled for that. How's the, how's the experience been here at the East West Shrine Bowl for you? It's been great, you know, meeting all the guys, getting to talk with some teams and, you know, kind of understand what they're looking for and the feedback that they're giving me. It's, it's very, it's been very, very helpful. So obviously you're having to, you know, get a, a, an entire playbook installed in less than a week mm -hmm. going through that whole process. Um, how prepared do you think you've been for that part of this experience because of what you guys have just went through at Kansas? Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I guess the, the silver lining in having, I guess, four or five offensive coordinators that you kind of learn playbooks pretty quickly. And you, you understand that, you know, football is really just the, the same things, just coaches call it different things. Yeah. So just learning the terminologies that they all have. Um, I, I think that I've, I've had a smooth transition to the playbook that we're using this week. So the tight ends have been a big factor in Kansas's offense the last couple of years in the Lance Leipold era, in the Andy Kotelnicki era. Um, and, you know, you, you've had to be used a lot of different ways. Um, how do you think that's prepared you for the next level? Yeah, absolutely, because, you know, I think sometimes in college that uh, these coaches have a vision for you and you're just stuck in kind of this vision. But, you know, with Coach K's offense and I'm sure with Coach Grimes' offense, they're going to be asked to do everything across the board and they're going to be playing special teams. And that's that's what those NFL teams are wanting to see is, you know, can they do everything and can they do everything well? What's one thing that you're emphasizing improving in your game as you make this transition? This is obviously a big four-month period for players as they're going from being a college, you know, uh, part-time kind of, you know, I mean, I know it's a full-time athlete, mm -hmm. but, you know, you're, you're, you're now kind of devoting everything to football. You don't really necessarily always have the classroom obligations. So what are, the, what are you using these next four, four months for to improve your game and to show NFL teams? I mean, yeah, you, you kind of talked about it, just going from a student athlete to a full-time athlete and, you know, the, the thing that it, all, everything that goes into it with the, the film study, the playbook studying, the, the training room hours, the time in the weight room to, to all the workouts that we have, you know, it's, it's a full commitment to it now. And, you know, I'm happy to be in a position to do it and hopefully I'm doing it for a long time. So what, what's the, you know, what are you hoping to show NFL teams with this opportunity at the East West Shrine Bowl? I mean, obviously, there's there's a lot of great competition here, and so I'm I'm you know I'm looking to show that I, I belong with this uh, within this whole process, and that I can play at a high level. And like I said uh, before, just do do everything across the board, whether it be a fullback, be a tight end, go you know run down and kick off or anything. So yeah, you've had to do a little bit of the special teams here. Is that something that you think you're you're going to have to continue to show throughout throughout this process? Absolutely. You know, the the more you can add to your portfolio, the the better your chances are. Okay. Um, so let's just just tell me a, a little bit about your game. What's your what's your favorite thing to do? You like to go out on routes. You like to block. You know, I, I enjoy both equally as much. I'd say the the thrill that I get from like having that that's that key block that springs a long run because then everyone's involved in that success, especially in the run game because it takes eleven guys doing everything perfectly right just to get it to run. But I'd say having that that big block to spring a long like touchdown run. You know, Devin Neal, Daniel Highshaw. I, I, that's that's got to be one of the, the sweetest things. Yeah, well, tell me about one play in your collegiate career that is just going to stick out with you the rest of your life. I mean, I, I'd have to say that one we were talking about before the before this uh, that that one over the shoulder grab at TCU, just because to this day I still really don't know how I caught it. It's just <laughs> kind of letting letting the body take over, letting reactions take over. Yeah, so that yeah, talk about that that throw because you know obviously you know it was a, it was a great throw by Jalen. How quickly did you see that football get on you? You know, I was running up the seam, and I looked, 
and just right from the the point where I saw the ball, I knew that I'd have to have the like kind of back shoulder turn it or just kind of speed turn into it. And there was there was no hesitation. I just speed turned, and the ball was right there, and I just stuck my arms out, and it it worked perfectly. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Mason, one other question for you here: How proud are you to know that you know you've left a la- lasting legacy on that Kansas program, being such a big factor in this team's success and, and this team's culture really turning over? Yeah, absolutely. I mean. It's like I said before, that's that's why you go to KU. Um, I guess before now you're going to to contend for Big 12 championships, but before it was, you know, we're going to be the guys to turn this program around. And for about 15 years it didn't happen, but now it's it's really starting to catch the the tracks. You're obviously here, you know, with with a, with a couple of teammates. You've got Kenny Logan here. You've got Jason Bean um, here at the Shrine Bowl competing with you as well. Has it been fun to kind of be in this with them? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, you see familiar faces, uh, but – Obviously getting acquainted with all the other guys, but to, to have those familiar faces to lay on definitely during this whole process is nice. There's a lot of talk about the the next Kansas football team, the next version of this Kansas football team, and the expectations seem to be within the building to compete for a Big 12 championship. What do you think about this team's chances of doing that? I think the highest expectations for that KU football are inside that building, and I think that every day they're going to be pushing. I know Coach Sleeve, you know, during their – their weights program, the running program that he's he's gonna be on them. And you know, I talked to Jared and talked to Trevor a little bit and you know they talked about how, you know, how intense it's been and you know, I that's that's no surprise because I know that they're they're really gonna be going for it this year. Mason, best of luck to you during the East West Shrine Bowl and thanks for spending spending some time with us. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. Amen. The headlines remind us daily the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com